of a, a movement that was already there and a man who was already highly a celebrity, a television star, and well-known. And, and if you look at the context, so he, he wraps up the nomination in late May, and look at what's happened since. This, this is the context in which they wrote this speech, which has you know, been called by most of us a very dark speech, right. not an optimistic speech. Uh, but, but look what's happened. You've had the terrorist attacks in Istanbul and Nice. You had the horror in uh, Orlando. You had the police shootings in Dallas and Baton Rouge. You had the shootings by police in Minnesota and Baton Rouge. It, it, it's, the, the, in their view, this is a dark time. You have a time where, in, in our latest ABC News poll, over 70% of the country uh, is saying we're on the wrong track. Even so though that's what he's channeling yeah. into. And, and that's, not, that's not a Democratic or Republican thing no, either. No. And so he's basically saying something is wrong, not only with our politics, but with our establishment. Yeah, something is wrong. And that's why, you know, the, 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 even the fight with Ted Cruz, which was such a colossal uh, distraction, and, and, it, and no, make no mistake, it infuriated him. I mean, he played it off nice, and he had that, had that great entrance in the yeah. back of the hall as, as Cruz was getting booed off. But you can see the anger here now, day after the convention. He, he decides conference. to hold a press conference to go after Ted Cruz. When have we seen this? When have we seen this? would be like, you know, uh, Jimmy Carter deciding he's going to launch a new fight with Ted Kennedy well, after he, he beat him. Uh, he went, he defended his, uh, his, his what he said about uh, Ted Cruz's father. Uh, These are uh, campaign the, accusations. The, yeah, the campaign tying him to the Kennedy assassination. Talked about the National Enquirer, which, <laughs> which yeah. had that story as a as a publication that deserves Pulitzers. And he said that if Ted Cruz were to decide to endorse him, he would not accept yeah. it. We must mention that these kinds of accusations came out of the campaign. Yes. Uh, and, and no one, and this is the reason that Ted Cruz has said he lied about me and he lied about my family and he lied about my wife, and therefore I could never endorse him. Right. I mean, these were, these were crazy accusations, mm -hmm. frankly. So where does the campaign go from here? Well, you know, I've, I've spoken with, uh, with people close to right. Mike Pence uh, who, you know, are, are visibly, like, what? beside themselves. Like they don't, they don't, there's no plan. There's no plan. There's no apparent plan. This is this is such a fascinating campaign because it is so unlike any other national there campaign that we have plan. seen. There's never a plan. It was one man in quest of his own drive. And can we talk about one moment that blew me away at the very the culmination of this entire convention? He plays. You can't always get what you want. As Mike Pence comes out for that big right before the balloon drop. That was their don't stop believing moment. No. You can't always get what you want. Yes. That's <laughs> which not, which may be the theme song of this. Which is not his attitude about life. No, no, not at all. But it, it may be the theme song of this, uh, of this entire campaign. But it is, it is, it is strange. I, I don't know how uh, all this will affect the, the timing of Hillary Clinton's vice presidential announcement. Well, but she doesn't have much time. The convention she, starts Monday. She certainly doesn't have much time. But I know they would, they would, they would like to see some of this, some of this sink in. But oh, in I, other words, they want to let this kind of, you know, if somebody else is making a mistake, don't jump in and let him. Yeah. But you know, but 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 I've got to say, I, I think that most of the kind of commentary on this convention and on his speech was about how negative and how dark it was and how it failed to. Uh, you know, offer any kind of an uplifting, hopeful vision a that Reagan -esque we've seen, kind a Reagan-esque uh, city on the hill. Um, but, you know, he, he has tapped into something here. And now, we don't know, none of us, yeah. how big it is. Yeah. And we know it transcends parties. 
Uh, we know some of the elements of it. He listed those grievances. But we know we saw some of the similar kinds of grievances when on the Brexit vote. Absolutely surprised surprise all the, to surprise you know, everybody. smart so people in Britain. All we know is that it is not just the, within the Republican Party. And he hopes that he can use that to appeal to a much wider constituency. And he believes, he believes that they can reach out to uh, Latinos and others, even though they're part of the expected constituency of the Democratic Party. And he's had done things about immigration to offend them. He hopes he can make an economic argument that and he can change their life. And, and I, I think that one of the fascinating things as he makes that argument is the arguments he has left behind, that we have seen dominate Republican politics uh, for so long, certainly Republican conventions. The culture wars, as we've known them, are gone. Right. I mean, this was the candidate who won the evangelical vote against all odds and well, all well, predictions. Well, and he said last night, <laughs> yeah. I might not have deserved might it. Might not have deserved <laughs> it. Uh, but he wanted to thank him. And, yeah. and he said...